Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hi, everyone. This is the podcast We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. Welcome. In this podcast, we are seeking out people in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Sherry Castellano of the blog With Food and Love. You can find her online at withfoodandlove.com. Sherry is a busy person. She works with four or five projects currently and is always looking ahead to see where her blog is going to take her next. With Food and Love has received quite a bit of press and accolades, including a Savora nomination for Best Food Blog. Thank you so much for listening, and this is Sherry Castellano. We going? We're going. Cool. Let's do it. Hi, Hi, Sherry. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're yeah. excellent. Thanks. Really great to see you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming over. Here. It's really fun. Very good. Uh, Sherry, tell everybody, tell us, who are you? Who am I? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm Sherry. I'm originally from the East Coast. Oh. I've only lived in St. Louis for three years, um, and I've fallen deeply in love with it. Hmm. The first year I was here was a little rough. And, um, I just kind of submersed myself in this Midwestern culture, people, food, and I just like really love it. I just, I love living in St. Louis. It's such a great town to be in. Um, so when I moved here, I was a health coach and, uh, I was a, a, except for, you know, lack of a better word, I was a food blogger Mm -hmm. and, um, those two things kind of. Uh, some of them stay the same and some of them change, but essentially I st- I've stopped health coaching and um, been writing uh, in the food space still. I kind of do a lot of different things. I still write my food blog that's mm-hmm. turned more into a job for me. It's, um, it's probably the bulk of what I do mm-hmm. as a food influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also host seasonal pop-ups, mm-hmm. um, pop-up dinners. I write for Feast Magazine, mm. photograph for Feast Magazine. Cool. I kind of do a bunch of things. You're yeah. spinning a bunch of pots. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It all kind of, you know, flows together nicely, though. Yeah. So, yeah. Organized chaos. Yeah. I, I understand much. it well. <laughs> and what is the name of your blog? The name of my blog is With Food and Love. Mm-hmm. I think that's where most people listening to this would know you from. Yes. Probably. probably. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Which of those things began first for you, of the five jobs you just listed? Yeah. So um, when I was going to school for nutrition um, for to become a health coach, I just was transitioning my lifestyle into a more healthier eating lifestyle and plant-based lifestyle, and I was also diagnosed with celiac disease at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted an outlet to write and create recipes. I wasn't... I mean, I wasn't even taking photographs. I didn't own a camera. I didn't know how to photograph food. I didn't know anything about any of that world. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of did it as a hobby, as a way Mm -hmm. to express myself, but, um, and maybe find other like-minded people. It was when we were living in Philadelphia and, um, Philly's a pretty big city and, um, 
was hard to make friends at first, mm. um, being so large. But anyway, um, so that blog kind of stemmed out of that transition of going back to school and um, going gluten-free. And then when I moved from Philly to St. Louis, I was nominated for a Severe Blog Award. Mm. And so it was at that point where my blog kind of transitioned into a... Well, I mean, it was a little bit before that, but it was transitioning from hobby into work. And then mm. when the nomination came, um, I was like, oh, okay, this is this could actually be something more concrete and mm -hmm. um, I could do this for my job. Mm -hmm. And so that's when... And that was in 2015, and that's kind of when things started shifting Excellent. into food blog. So that kind of came first. And then um, over the past, like, two years of living in St. Louis, working really hard on my food blog and um, spending a lot of time alone in a house, in my kitchen, <laughs> I had a computer and a lens, um, I became feeling, like, really isolated and sure. wanted to do more tangible things with food, and that was kind of where the idea of the pop-ups came from. Mm -hmm. So I had done some um, private chefing and, like, really small catering jobs, and I thought, maybe I wanted to own my restaurant, but that felt really, um, you know, long-term goal kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So then um, it's been about a year and a half since I've been hosting the pop-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And those are called With Food and Love pop-ups? Yeah, also? essentially. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah, kind of lives underneath my blog, but nice. yeah, very cool. Um, Sherry, what you what you want to be when you were a child? Oh gosh, I don't know if I had like any. I mean, definitely didn't think I was going to be a creative. I'll just put it that mm -hmm. way. Like I, um, my undergrad is in sociology and women's studies. Mm. I kind of always thought that I would be a helper in some way. So mm. whether that was health coach or um, I did I was a special education teacher for a few years when I lived in Denver prior to mm. Philly um, so I didn't really like know what I wanted to do but I always knew I wanted to work with people and in some capacity um, improve their life in a way like mm -hmm. just you know find greater balance in meeting um, but I never knew that that would come through art yeah um, and so in a lot of ways I didn't I don't feel like I prepared myself for um, the emotional ride of like being an, an artist mm, <laughs> and making right. a living off of art. So why don't you all love me? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> this is amazing. You don't get it. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if I have a direct answer, but mm. interesting. That makes sense. So when you were young, would you were you a creative person or not so much? I definitely what I was a dancer when I was young, oh. and um, I you know really enjoyed like making art in a very like. Mm sensible way of art in school mm -hmm. um my grandparents are both artists my brother is an artist yeah. so I yeah. that was like a big part of my family life but it definitely wasn't really something that my parents necessarily encouraged me to do for a job I think um I was the second oldest in, in a family of four and so mm -hmm. I kind of took on that role of caretaker um mm -hmm. in a lot of ways so I was I'm very nurturing in spirit so I think that they I think my family was just like, you're going to be something really practical, like a teacher. Um, hmm. Yeah. And that was kind mm. of the way it went. But mm -hmm. I never wanted to be a teacher. And then when I was teaching, I was like, this is horrible. And anyone who teach teaches is a god and goddess. Oh, and man. <laughs> I so I just, yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I just do it one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Like the group yeah. classroom teachers... 
No way. Uh, <laughs> I, I agree. Yes, they are yeah. like superhuman. Like, yeah, you have to be a certain kind of person. Totally. You also have to be good at manipulation. You gotta get a couple people who are your insiders. Yeah. Who can who can totally like <laughs> uh, you know tattle everybody else and like you know yeah. work with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm. So when you're creating your art these days, whether it's your photography, your meals, your recipe, how do, mm. how do you approach that? Do you have ideas or yeah. thoughts? Um, well, a lot of it stems from what's in season. Mm-hmm. So working with local purveyors and farmers, and um, that's been kind of a cool thing for me to transition to in terms of like Midwestern mm-hmm. um, food and season seasonal produce. And so that's first and foremost, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm really inspired by the travels that I take. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband works in aviation, so mm-hmm. oh, we're cool. fortunate enough to be able to um, jump on a plane pretty much whenever we want. Nice. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, it's a, like a true blessing and a curse at the same time because uh-huh. it's, a, it's all standby gig. So yeah. mm. um, we are very lucky that we get to go a lot of places, but there are also a lot of days where we go to the airport and we're in the airport for eight hours and have to go home because we can't get on a flight. So, ah, yeah. yeah, it's got, it's mostly perks, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, my husband's mother and family is uh, Italian. They live in Bologna, Italy, and so we, oh, wow. we go there a couple of times a year, and so mm-hmm. that's pretty inspirational for me, mm-hmm. even yeah. if it's, like, not even necessarily directly uh, related to the food there, but more of just the architecture and the people and the colors and mm-hmm. all of that is really inspiring. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Do you have any uh, special food memories or cooking memories from growing up? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, most I would say that most of my memories as a child relate to food in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel really fortunate and lucky to have had that kind of ex- growing up experience where food was very present and um, there was always like a meal, uh, for dinner every night, you know, as a family, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we hated it or liked it or whatever. Um, sure. but yeah, so I, I'm a part of a big Italian American family mm-hmm. and the first, some of the first memories I ever have are like me standing on a chair with an apron, like going down to my toes, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Ki- cooking in a kitchen with my mom and my mm-hmm. grandmother and my aunts. Uh, and really the foundation of my cooking skills kind of started from then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any specialty dishes that you like to make? Um, I love like Italian American things. Anything. Um, I love making, well, I make red sauce a lot, mm. just like yeah. classic red sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I can like just kind of whip out whenever mm-hmm. I want. Um, I love making stuffed artichokes, uh, which a lot of... Nice. Folks, home cooks are a little intimidated by working mm-hmm. with artichokes, but they're actually quite easy. Um, I don't know. I mean, I cook mostly vegetarian in my yeah. home. So just like roasting, a, there's really nothing more um, nourishing for me than like just roasting a pan of seasonal vegetables and whatever seasonal mm-hmm. herbs and there are around yeah. and just eating like a pan of that for dinner is mm. kind of a go-to yeah. meal. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> well, are there any uh, places in town you really like to eat, like especially like Italian cuisine? Yeah, it's really funny. My husband and I were just talking about this um, that we don't really like seek out eating Italian food. Hmm. Um, 
if we're not in Italy or at home. I think mm-hmm. it's because we that's kind of in the basic style of how we cook, just like really mm-hmm. simple food, whether it's pasta or just vegetables and maybe mm-hmm. some fish. But mm-hmm. um, I really do love a chero. I mm-hmm. think it's a underrated, or maybe it's maybe it's not underrated. Maybe it's just not on people's radars sure. or at least on my radar. But I don't see a lot of like hype. You know, mm-hmm. around what sure. they're doing, but mm-hmm. I have really enjoyed the few meals that I've had there. It reminds me a lot of bolognese um, style cooking, wow. like more like a northern Italian okay. kind of um, cuisine, and it's really good. I think they're doing it. They're doing it right. Mm. Um, and how would you describe northern Italian as different? So I think a lot of Americans think about when they think about Italian cooking, they think about like big giant bowls of pasta and meatballs mm. and lasagna and. Um, really saucy, cheesy things, and that is certainly a style of cooking more in like southern Italy and mm. Sicily, but um, northern Italian, so anything really north of, well, it depends on who you're asking, but <laughs> certainly north of Rome in mm. Florence yeah. is a much more simple kind of approach, so just like roasted vegetables drizzled mm. with olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, they still eat pasta, but it's not like mm. big giant bowls of pasta drenched in tomato sauce. It's mm. um, actually ragu, which is like mm-hmm. bolognese like sauce, has almost zero tomatoes in it. So it's mm. really more of like only meat, oh. but if we see that recreated in the States, it's mm-hmm. mostly like tomatoes. Yeah. Um, so mm. it's just, mm. just like a little, kind of more of just a peeled back basic kind of cooking mm-hmm. a lot of seafood um cheese mm-hmm. meat vegetables yeah sounds a little healthier yeah maybe in a lot of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um although when we go to bologna it's like all meat and cheese for days and days so um mm. is that actually where bologna's from um so well it's <laughs> that's kind of a joke question right? it's actually true that'd be so fun. <laughs> bologna is known for its meat called mortadella which is kind mm. of an american bologna so I yeah gotcha. okay. mm-hmm. oh. i mean it, it it kind of tastes like bologna but it's certainly not oh. <laughs> and a bolognese would probably be pretty offended if you called it that but yeah um, but... yeah so mor- mortadella is what they make there mm-hmm. gotcha yeah, yeah. Do you have any um, go-to drinks in town or beers? Oh, geez. That okay. You really like? Well, so I don't drink beer because um, I cannot. Right. Because it's my yeah. Right. Oh right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, it's okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> no reason not to like Southern Italian cuisine, though. Yeah. Well, so um, strangely, and I, or surprisingly, maybe um, when I go to Italy, I eat really, really well, and they actually, so they treat celiac disease as a, as, as a disease, where Americans kind of treat it as an inconvenience, or mm. maybe a preference, when it's truly not, mm. um, excuse me, they test every citizen by the age of, like, five or six for celiac disease, wow. because it could be so prevalent, and wow. because their cuisine is so, um, high wheat content, yeah, yeah. that yeah. they don't want to harm these kids, so, huh. and... They're people. Anyway, so they take it really seriously, and um, the pizza and pasta that they have there that's gluten-free is amazing. I truly wow. don't eat anywhere. Like, I don't eat better anywhere else wow. in Italy. So. That's great. Yeah, that's amazing. Cool. Um, but what were we talking about? Booze. Booze, yeah. So, uh, so I don't drink beer, but um, I really cannot turn down a, a good Negroni, and Basso has a really good Negroni. Yeah. And barrel age, right? What? Is there's barrel age where I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of pasta rita. 
Truly, I don't know the answer, okay. but I just know it's delicious and I love it. <laughs> um, and when I eat at Vasa, that's generally what I drink. Um, yeah. I've, lately, I've been on a, a taste kick where I go on Mondays and Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, usually just one of those days a week. But, um, and get their $7 cocktail. Oh. Do you guys know about that? No. At Basso? No. What? So at Taste on Sundays and Mondays, they okay. offer their classic cocktails for $7. Oh. Actually, I think we did that one time. I thought. It's uh, a pretty good time. Yeah. <laughs> should, yeah. I liked, uh, they had the one, the one with the duck fat in it. Oh. That's uh, one of the resurrection ones. It was really, really good. It had duck fat washed bourbon, I think, mm-hmm. and had like egg whites and had like all these Whoa. savory items as well, like savory spices, and they, but it came out really smooth. It was yeah. just delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds interesting. They do good stuff there. Yeah, yeah they do. Mm. Um, they do. My husband really enjoys old bakery beer. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, sure. Although I've never obviously tried it, but he likes everything they do. Yeah. So. Awesome. It's usually what I like recommend to someone that's looking for local beer since mm. I don't know what any of it tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Castellano. Yes, exactly. Appreciate it. All right. Um, let's see. So not a food question now. Uh, yeah. When you think of the word successful, who comes to mind for you? Hmm. I know this is very open-ended. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I really don't know if I have um, a person, like a real life person, but maybe mm-hmm. an idea of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, if that can be an answer. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yeah. go on. <laughs> um, I think like feeling... So this per this this person would be um, feeling really content but challenged, mm-hmm. um, happy and satisfied, but still like pretty aware of like the grit and um, perseverance it takes to be successful. So mm-hmm. someone that's worked really hard, um, but is in a good place where mm-hmm. it's not you know. It's kind of like what success. That's different to every single person, sure. but someone that feels kind of that range of emotions of mm-hmm. contentness, but still being challenged every day, and um, mm. kind of living the al dente life. Yeah, right. Right. It's a little bit of bite to it, but you know, yeah, it's... like somewhere in between where um, you're still striving for something. I don't know. And maybe that's like the um, the like super doer in me, where I always have to be working in, in order to feel like. Mm-hmm good about myself or yeah. successful or content so I can't imagine like success being in this place where like oh I've done it all and here I am and that's it like that yeah. doesn't feel like a place yeah for me mm-hmm. or where I'm whatever oh up. yeah yeah I, I understand that yeah yes. <laughs> I feel that and maybe that's not a good thing but um, <laughs> um yeah yeah no that's how a lot of people I know are right no yeah. A lot of hustle going on out there. Yeah, like hustle. Yeah. Yeah. That is a hustle. I, like when you're hustling, that feels like a good zone to be mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. It is. There are lots of inspiring people around. Yeah. Totally. totally. Nice. Um, do you have any books that you have gifted a lot to people or that you really think people ought to read? Um, yes. Well, I'm not a huge... I shouldn't say I'm not like a huge book person, but um, one in particular is a cooking resource book. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's not a cookbook, but it's called the, the Flavor Bible, in, uh, in mm. particular, the Vegetarian Flavor Bible. Yep. So it's just basically this master list of every ingredient and what mm. that ingredient pairs well with. Mm-hmm. And so I like to give that to people who like to cook, mm-hmm. um, may or may not love to follow recipes, but have a kind of a general sense of like what they're doing in the kitchen, but they may lose inspiration or um, lack inspiration or... Um, just like have a bunch of dill in the refrigerator and not really know what to do with it. So it's like turn to the dill page and um, yeah, it's kind of like stimulating in a way of um, being creative in the kitchen without like holding someone's hand and Uh reading a recipe. Yeah. I've heard of that, but yeah, I think I checked it out in the library once. Okay. Mm -hmm. The vegetarian version. Yeah. There's two, there's two two versions. Yeah. Um, Okay. So depending on how you like to cook, but that's a really good one. Uh I think that's, yeah, that, that's, I push that on people. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Anything else? I mean, even if it's not a cookbook or anything, like um, novels or non-fictions that you particularly enjoy? I'm, no. 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 Not really. I'm not a huge, like, book reader. I mm-hmm. love knowledge. I love reading. Mm-hmm. I read a lot um, of magazines and mm-hmm. articles online, but um, I'm not a... I'm not really a person that, like, sits down and just, like, reads a mm-hmm. book. Okay. Yeah. Or I start and then I f- don't finish. Mm-hmm. I probably, most of the books on my shelf are half-read. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of hard when there's no hyperlinks to click on. Yeah, or, like, I know. Yeah. It's so yeah. bad. I see focus. Yeah. I know. There's no blinking ads on it. I yeah. can't read it. It's like, pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I, need bol- I need bolded lists. I need top ten lists. I'm ready. <laughs> Make it short but concise. Yeah. I understand. What are some of the magazines that you enjoy? Um, I still really love reading Bon Appetit and Food and Wine. Mm. I really like them. I actually, I've always really loved Bon Appetit's like mm. photography style and the way that they capture different stories. Mm-hmm. They just have a really great way of um, expressing color and yep. light. Um, I just really like them and mm-hmm. always have. Um, How would you describe your own photographic style? Minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the less, the better for me in mm. terms of like mm-hmm. props. Mm-hmm. I hate too many props, mm. and maybe that's just because I'm not a great prop stylist. But mm. I just too much stuff, and mm. I lose focus of what I'm working on. And plus, like just my cooking style in general is pretty simple. So, mm. um, I think that makes sense with the photography style, kind of mimicking that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I don't like to, I don't like fussy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Gotcha. Cool. Mm. What's the uh, equipment that you use? Oh, I'm so basic. So I, <laughs> I, oh, I shoot with a Canon T3i, like mm-hmm. like my first camera. I've never upgraded my camera. Is it a prop sensor? Mm. No, full frame. Full, full no. Oh, it's not full frame. Oh, got full. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's props frame. Yeah, prop yeah. right. Gotcha. Um. So and then I have like a pretty crappy tripod that I need to like <laughs> wait, you know, on the back. So it's that's. I mean. I, I, sometimes people are surprised by that, but I just, I don't know. It's working for me. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah. Do you take portable lights around with you or do you try to use what's there? No, I never, I only shoot with natural light. So if, here. Yeah. if it's not well lit, I don't shoot. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not a flash user. I, don't, yeah. I generally don't set up lights unless I really have to. Uh-huh. Um, just, uh, I really like the challenge of trying to figure out how, even a dark bar, 
or something, figure out how can I get enough light on sure. to look interesting. Yeah. You know, how can I finagle the settings on my camera to let enough light in and keep it sturdy enough, even though I didn't bring my tripod. Yeah. Did, you know. And you guys are doing slightly different work in terms of, like, what you're shooting. Mm-hmm. So mine's pretty controlled mm-hmm. in my room that I shoot in mm-hmm. with, you know, the right, like, the light I'm used to, mm-hmm. which is very different than going into a restaurant or yep. some sort of, um, you know, different location true. that you've never even seen before mm-hmm. so that's yeah that's challenging true true mm-hmm. no at least i have an excuse when it doesn't look good there are those led lights in there yeah. oh yeah led lights those oh my happen. god oh. yeah they create banding oh so when you take a picture of sometimes you'll see little stripes because mm-hmm. ah. it's actually it's, it's got free, the lights have a frequency going where it's actually turning on really fast okay and you get shutter speed is right you know, speed, it will capture that. Mm. And, so, or you have shot, one shot will be blue, one shot will be red, one shot will be different colors. So, actually, uh, I used to film, uh, you know, for various uh, little skits uh-huh. uh, people were doing in, uh, around the area. And I actually filmed one, uh, like, six hours thing. And the whole time I had banding oh, wow. from the LEDs. It was so bad, it was all of it was unusable. Mm. All of it, everything was unusable. Oh, man. That was, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, think about questions. Then. Yes. Uh, well, what are some uh, hobbies people not suspect of you, or interests? Hmm. Like, are you a gamer? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> you, you never know. You know. Yeah. Um, I really love Civ Six. You, you, you know some of my. Stuff. I mean, I'm sure it's not surprising, but um, I have a garden that I really love. Hmm. Um, I have three big, beautiful boxes in my backyard. Uh. So actually, this summer I've been kind of a crappy gardener, mm. and I've been traveling a lot. But um, it's really a great place. So in Philly, and actually, up my entire adult life, um, I had hadn't had any outdoor space like mm. that was mine. Mm-hmm. I always lived in the city. In a, you know, I had like a fire escape maybe. But so when I learned I was moving to St. Louis, um, uh, one of the caveats was that I really wanted a, like space, and I knew that we could get that here. So. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels really cool to have like a driveway and a backyard. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was something that really, the first year that I was able to have a garden, um, that was really, really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you growing this year? Right now, um, I have a lot of herbs. Uh, there's a lemon thyme, um, which is like one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm growing lemon balm, mm. um, oregano, some pineapple sage, Sorrel, mm. fennel, cool. stevia. I'm thinking mm. about like making some stevia extract, like a real hippie. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then in the fall, I'm actually gonna plant some some radishes and beets and some Sweet. other roots. Yeah. Cool. So kind of like have my eyes on. Actually, I could probably start planting pretty soon, but um, I have my eyes on a nice fall garden. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. And basically every other thing that was a real like revolves around food yeah. that I do in some capacity. Don't we all? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sherry, tell the folks listening, where can they find you in person and online? Okay. Um, what are all your stats? So online, you can find me blogging at withfoodandlove.com um, and then on any social media platform at withfoodandlove. So mm. probably Instagram is where I, I mostly hang. Mm. Um, even though it's 
piece of shit lately. What? <laughs> I, hate, I really hate Instagram. Oh, really? Um, I mean, I love it, but I hate it. But um, it's been like a really cool platform. But it's also just I don't know. It's changed so much, and so mm. yes, it's not as tell us more after we turn it off. Yeah, it's just like not the same as it yeah. used to be, and mm-hmm. it just I don't know. It just feels. I mean, saturated. It doesn't even like give it the right word. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Um. Mm. So. Yeah, with Food and Love on Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, mm-hmm. and in person mm-hmm. um, at my pop-ups that are, are hosted like roughly every six weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to my blog, there's a tab called pop-ups, and um, that has like the event schedule. Excellent. Yeah. What are some of the venues that you've had those at so far? Um, I've done a couple at uh, Local Harvest Cafe, which mm-hmm. is... Now, technically, Seed Sprout Spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And they're uh, a catering company, and they're also doing brunch on Sundays, which I think is still pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know that they were experimenting with some scheduling there, but hmm. um, it's really delicious. So I've, I've done a few in that space. Um, I did one most recently on the food roof. Hmm. I did one at Element. Um, Ooh, cool. Yeah. Uh, upstairs at Boundary, mm-hmm. so there's like a big like vaulted area oh, over there. That. So cool. Well, uh, Sherry, all right. Let my last question for you. Yeah. Do you have any asks or requests or recommendations for the people listening? Oh, I mean, I know it's so open. Everyone's so lovely. St. Louis <laughs> <laughs> really, truly is such a cool little community of folks. Like, um, it is from being from the East Coast where people are uh, maybe a little bit more guarded or Mm. busy. Like, Mm. you know, it's just like, I don't know. St. Louis just has this really cool vibe where everyone is supportive of one another, wants to see everyone succeed, works together because they realize that if, you know, if we're all working together well, like, we'll all do more. Mm -hmm. It's, um, like, for the greater good, I I think. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. Everyone's doing a great job. Yeah. Keep that shit up. Yeah, we're all just doing the best we can, Let's you know? Let's do it. Keep it yeah. up. Yeah. All right. I, I like it. I, I can get behind that. Yeah. Good deal. Yes. All right. Well, this was super fun, Sherry. Thanks for having this me. This is great. Thank Yay. you. Thanks, guys. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash we eat stuff to check out all the packages we're offering and choose a level of giving that's right for you your support helps us so much and we'd like to hear from you if there are other awards you'd like to see please be sure to join us next week for another interview but in the meantime go out there and eat stuff bye